Good evening everybody, this is Daniel from No Pain, No Spain, coming to you on a Sunday evening, it is very, very hot
turned off all your defense mechanisms. Because think about it. First of all, it's not as easy as you may think it is, okay? Because there is, unless, well, unless it's scholar. Here's the thing, it's not easy to say, say, say I live in Barcelona, I, I live on the fifth floor, if I want to kill myself, jump in my and try to plan it well, because there's a shitload of things I need before I the ground, and they're probably going to save my ass. And, and I know that, I know that. I'll make sure I'll find a place where I can jump and nothing will stop my fall all the way down. <coughs> so that takes some planning. Okay, that requires me to I gotta find a place. I gotta write a letter, I suppose. I gotta get dressed. I've got to uh, prepare everything. I've got to go to that place. Jump that kind of that. That's a time frame that is more than enough for you to back up on the Okay? Yeah, I understand. I know what you're thinking. A lot of people, especially here in Barcelona, they live in flats while they have to use jump in the window. But still, it requires a minimum planning. It requires a minimum of action. It requires a minimum of, a, of, of, of a cause and effect of situations that you have to go through.
jump out of a fucking window. Can you hear all the noises surrounding me? It's unbelievable. And now my dog has found a friend. And, uh, Take a small break and uh, I'll be right back. And I am back. So, yeah, I thought about killing myself during this 10 minute interval I had. The noises, the stress. Oh, fuck, okay, I'm not gonna talk about that. Let's, let's keep going. So, I left out on the depression. Okay, so um, depression is a very significant fact in the decision of uh, of taking your life because um, depression as I was saying uh, annihilates all kinds of options and uh, it, it, it prevents you from seeing the whole picture it, it's it's uh, think about depression as a very selfish illness because it's it's a victim victimization illness right uh, nothing works for you everything's against you you can do anything nothing you do ever works and I'm not I'm not making a mock of it don't don't please don't misunderstand me at all I'm a very depressive person I know what depression is but but it is a very selfish illness you know? and, and, and so when when depression kicks in at the level in which um, in which even the slightest crack in the system is closed down where nothing absolutely no option is there for you uh, at any uh, at an, in any situation so that's one step the um, another thing for suicide is the inability to deal with situations uh, which you can include in this segment the the repetition of dynamics from which you cannot escape okay so let's talk for example on emotional issues you know you are uh, you end up you end up uh, falling one after the other into toxic relationships you end up heartbreaking heartbroken every single time you have a relationship you have uh, you seek almost the same kind of person for every relationship you have and thus bringing the same issues over and over again so that helps in your depressive state uh, annihilating as I said before I'm not sure if that's a proper word but eliminating all other possibilities of a different kind of relationships because that's all you have known that's all you can manage that's all you can deal with and the reason we pick the same uh, kind of person for our emotional relationships is because even if they are toxic by nature even if they are um, uh, even if we're aware that this is going to bring nothing but heartbreak these is these are situations that we can deal with okay uh, for example uh, parent uh, people whose parents have been physically abusive they very often select abusive couples not because they like it but because they know that situation they are familiar with that situation so and they and they and they uh, even think or uh, believe in themselves that this is the way a relationship should be because they can uh, they can make a comparison for uh, 
uh, for example, with their abusive father, you know, but at the same time, that tough love also got installed in them. So they, they, they make the relations between physical abuse into tough love because uh, abusive parents are usually very emotionally unstable. So the most common thing is for, for them to beat the fuck out of their wives and then spend the rest of the evening on their knees begging forgiveness and saying how much they love her and how much she's never going to do it again and how much she's sorry about it you know so they, that connection is very difficult to break especially if it comes from a pillar of yourself so strong as your parents and that's an extreme but that happens at every level you know we, we choose the situations we choose our relationships on what we are used to dealing with okay so uh, when that happens the desperation of repetitiveness the, um, the whirlpool of, of, of a dynamics that has no end that no matter what you do or what you try to do because it's obvious you're not doing much but what you're trying to do or thinking you're doing is always bringing you to the same starting point or in this case, the same ending point, which is a heartbreak, which is desperation, which is uh, loneliness, victimization, uh, and uh, <clears throat> ultimately, you know, the, 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 the belief, the true belief that you are unable to, to make someone love you the way you deserve. Okay, so that's an emotional level. So that's one point of desperation that can bring uh, the idea of ending it all because in those cases, in, this, in both these cases, this, uh, the, um, depression and desperation of endless cycles of, uh, of, of, uh, of, uh, of behaviors and, and situations, they both, mm, let me see if I find the right words. Well, they're, they're very strong parts of your life, you know? And they're, they're, they, 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 they touch in very intimate parts. And, um, well, it, w w when that happens, they're, they're, that's when the, the self-defense mechanisms begin to fall. Because it's at that point when you start making definitely the wrong decisions. You know, when you're at that point of desperation, when you are so fucked up in your mind and in your emotions that you go through uh, what's what I call the, a fuck it process and so rather than making the effort to to make some change to install some different tools in your behavior and in your life to try and something no you jump head first into the worst of those situations you know because you know fuck it if nothing ever is going to change for me, if, if I am unable, well, you don't perceive it that way, but if everything is always against me, then you know what? Fuck it, I'm going head first. You know, and that's the first step. That's the first step of your self-defense mechanisms going, okay, I'm disconnecting them one by one. Okay, so I've spoken about two, you know, the, uh, depression and, uh, and uh, endless vicious circles. But there, there's a third one, you know, and that is... Oh, mental illness hmm, or really truly desperate moments um, I'm very sorry from what I'm going to say now very very sorry it's not my intention to tell 
sad stories or anything, but I knew of a man whose uh, whose kid died in a very tragic way and uh, it didn't take long for him to jump from the window and tell me something don't you understand that situation are you unable to accept that situation because it's as real as life as I said it's not my intention to bring sad stories and I can tell you even sadder stories of that but I'm keeping it low I'm sure that this man did not give himself time to think about what he was going to do he was confronted with probably what I would consider the worst ever emotional situation you can think of the worst believe you me there is nothing nothing worse than losing a child nothing when that happens oh, I think the pain and, uh, and uh, the vision of your future self living with this is is so powerful it's so so scary that the decision-making process becomes immediate because if you have to take time to think about it then you will live the rest of your life in a stupor in, 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 in hell believe you me in hell so this man decided not to go through that and again I ask you do you blame him I don't I would probably do the same thing so is that mental illness is that no I don't think so that is a spur of the moment it's a, it's a, 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 the, a the risk of repeating myself but that is a sudden realization of what your future will be on how you will spend the rest of your life because there's no possible way to change that when that happens that's it that's that's it you, you cannot change it your emotional states your broken relationships the loss of your parents the loss of absolutely everything you have your job your money your house your wife everything that well, fuck it you you go into an alcoholic and you live under the bridge fuck it losing a child is a whole different dimension it's a whole different it's in another league so this man as I said he uh, I knew him and I knew him fairly well and I know that for those last five minutes his last thoughts were and I know this and believe me I know because I know a lot of things that happened to that man but his thoughts were can I live with this the rest of my life and obviously his uh, answer was no he couldn't so now let's consider something different in the beginning of this podcast I said that I don't abide to suicide I don't support it but I understand because 
let's go back to that main point. Everything in this universe, in this world, is there to is there to kill you. Everything. Just think of think about this for a moment. You're uh, you're on top of a rock that goes 1,500 kilometers an hour around the sun, rotating and translating at speeds you cannot even believe. Tragedy is all over the place. It is, you are so close to tragedy every single day. And yet, we're still here. But that perception is always in the back of your mind. And if it isn't, forgive me again for what I'm about to say. If it isn't, it should be. <laughs> Because when things happen, I repeat, when things happen, not if things happen, when things happen, because they are going to happen, you better be ready. And there's only one way of being ready, which is to think about them, to consider them, and be more protective, probably. I'm not sure that's the right word or the right concept, but be more... Hmm, wait, protective, no. Be more thankful. Thankful that against all odds, against having everything against you, you're still here. Hopefully, no big tragedy other than the regular ones had ever or will ever hit you. But when they do, Well, I certainly hope you're ready. I certainly hope I'm ready. I have uh, come to many, many, many points in my life in which suicide was an option. Uh, yet, here I am. And here you are. Well, my friends, I hope this makes sense. It doesn't make sense to me, but I just wanted to transmit it. Thank you so much. This is No Pain, No Spain. Daniel, keep well and keep safe. Bye-bye.